Engage. Greetings and salutations. Welcome to another episode of Winners Don't Use Drugs presented by Engage Gaming. This is episode 51. We over that hump. We over the hump. <laughs> Feels good, you know. And then you could chop that camel right in the hump and drink all this milk. <laughs> That's how it works, right? That's how it works. Sure. <laughs> I know you don't know. And if you do, then that's weird on your part. Yeah, can you prove it otherwise? No. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you got there's and not enough spoken no, truth. <laughs> there's not enough space in your life to know all the things you know about taxes and games mm-hmm. and then camel specifically. That's that's true. Yeah, yeah. I got you. I backed you in the corner. Uh <laughs> how we doing today though? Chilling. Good. Yeah, feeling good. Play anymore Call of Duty? That's right, we can't because beta's over with. <laughs> you pick for the Street Fighter beta? Won't know until Wednesday. Is it this week for real? Oh, I already found out. <laughs> for you <laughs> or, or for everybody? <laughs> I know all. Okay. No. Yeah, they're supposed to spend out, send out the emails on the fifth. So that'd be cool. A couple know. days from now. Yeah. And then it starts with the end of October. No, it's oh, this weekend, right? Friday. Really? With one a.m. Friday morning, so Thursday night. We're gonna have it for the lock-in. Don't don't get ex- don't get me excited for the possibility <laughs> of that. But Nolan did say if he gets in that he was gonna come up here and do something. So I'm gonna try. Uh, we talked about that yesterday. Actually, uh, my original goal was probably to be up here all three days. But now yeah, it's now. now if anything is if I can do it, it'll be Friday and maybe Sunday. And then by the time this weekend hits, it's gonna be just Sunday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From yeah. three o'clock to seven o'clock. Oh, it's going to be a specific thing. <laughs> well, no, I don't have any work to do Sunday, so that's why. Oh, as of yet, I don't have any work to exactly. do Sunday, <laughs> Sunday, so. He had, didn't you October say you were going to do uh, You can uh, come to the lock-in and play. The free flight? is. I mean, uh, the the Star Citizen event was coming up? Oh, that's a, like a, that's like a con, though. It's not really a, like a, like a gameplay thing. Okay. This is when they talk about all the that's cool stuff weekend? that's never going to be in the game. Yes, yeah, Saturday. So that's why yeah. he can't do it Saturday. Oh, yeah. That's, well, that's completely why that, he can't do it. That, too. Yeah. yeah. Be honest. Be honest But I also got to. So if you're into Star Citizen, you can go to a con online. Well, online, yeah. Supposed to be in person again this year, but they canceled it at the last second. Well, last second, like months ago. But if They say it'll be in person because they, they kept saying, oh, this year is it. It's going to be in person. It's going to be in person. And then about three months ago, they're like, okay, so look, we're, we're going to do it online again. It's like, oh. But. When you when you're older, time just seems like, to be like one day. It's, <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's just like the game. They just keep yeah. pushing it back and pushing it back. That's, yeah. Don't don't think that hasn't escaped everybody's. Uh, they're just trying to it, art emulates life. Yeah, but. there it is, right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm in the same boat with my game, my my pet game, Tarkov. Oh, oh yeah. Well, I mean, you you could play yours though, like consistently. That's true. It it runs a lot better than Star Citizen, that's for sure. <laughs> I don't doubt it. But our our updates for gameplay and uh, new maps and stuff keeps getting pushed back and pushed back. Oh, I know that feeling. You look. We had this conversation yesterday, like when you were talking about Star Citizen with Jake, and I was telling you like. I really, I really don't like when they give dates. Yeah. I don't like roadmaps. Oh, I don't like dates. If you're working on something, just tell us you're working on something. And when you know that we are good to go. We Without are a at, shadow of doubt. That we this is the date. That's this, when you can give me a date. Give me a date then. And it doesn't yeah. matter. Like 
I think that sometimes they think they need to give people so many like so many months ahead to get ready for it. It's like, no, man, we the consumer. The moment you say it's out, we're gonna go consume. Yeah. You don't need to give us a notice. Well, you need to give notice, Nolan a lot, of, a lot of notice. Basically, well, I'd like to know. Yeah, see, but, yeah, see that that's yeah. the problem right there. Like me, <laughs> what do we say, Zach? Like if it's a game that you're working on, give us tell us three months before the game's gonna launch. All I, you can even tell me six months. I'm okay with six months. If you know it's gonna come out, yeah. But six months, I'll be feeling like we're gonna get that that two month later update. And but if I'd say a lot of times they they go off of assumptions and then they'll hit a roadblock, you know, in the middle yeah. of it. And it's like, what, what, what game we talked about yesterday the that just game. got pushed back? Yeah, the uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Skulls yeah. and Bones. Skull, skull yeah, and Bones, yeah. yeah. I mean, hard. Ubisoft was showing it. They're like, here's all the gameplay. Here's a single player. Here's a multiplayer. You can do all this stuff. This is going to be out on. Okay, so we had to push it back. I think it got pushed back <laughs> because it didn't get the feedback that they wanted. Well, it was there it was came a lot out of the weird. Like, when you were telling me about it, I was like, no, I didn't remember, like, seeing anything until you showed me. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know. It's like, also changed a lot from when it, when they first showed it. I don't understand what, what it's like. Like in my head, I know it's more than this, but uh, isn't, it, isn't, it, isn't, it, isn't it just Assassin's Creed 4? It's like just take the boat part out of Assassin's Creed well, I think 4 it's supposed make to a game out of it. How hard is it? More like Sea of Thieves. But uh, with the with the Ubisoft like look and more feel. More realistic. Too. Yeah. And uh, not cartoony. And you can have crews. Instead of every individual person being in your crew, you have AI as your crew. Yeah. It seemed like they That's had like probably the sticking point. Yeah, trying trying to get them to do more. I don't, but everybody loved the boat part in Assassin's Creed Four. Yeah, well, like I even think the part that they put in Assassin's Creed Three. So it's like, why why do they feel like they need to? A lot of people that are that? complaining about it are complaining about the graphics. The graphics? Yes, because I think I think from if I remember correctly, when what they look like first showed the game, it was supposed to be like isometric, almost like Lost Ark. And now it seems third person. And I have a feeling they use a lot of the same assets, which you can't really do. But that's what it looks like. They use some of the same assets. Yeah. Mm. But, I mean, I I could be making all this up, too. So I I mean, even even what you just said is more information than they've been providing. So I I don't don't know. You didn't want to know. I don't want to know unless you start talking about things are coming out. They were talking about things coming out. Yeah. They gave it a date and everything. Then that means so, they seem so excited. They, how long did that date hold? Like two weeks, and then it it'd be like a it month. was, it was yeah, like a good about month. a month. Yeah, <laughs> if if even that. Yeah, yeah. It didn't seem like long at all. They like, hey, this is when it's coming out, and then like the new moon comes up, and they're like, ah. Well, I know they had some closed tests because folks have been playing it for. Like, yeah, that that was a the while. thing um, that uh, they did during the uh, when you was talking about the indie. I mean the say indie stuff. The uh, the stuff they announced during when everybody was showing their stuff, mm-hmm. but like I I did the thing like a while ago and I I didn't get a response. I figured I wouldn't. I had bad luck with Ubisoft. <laughs> like none of their I've never gotten into like a closed test or anything for any of the stuff they have. Yeah, mm. I didn't get into it either because I've been signing up for it. I didn't. So know I was until a few weeks ago. First got announced. I was like I was super excited about it. Yeah, we missed the boat on on Sea of Thieves. Yeah, like that phrasing. <laughs> So we want to play the pirate game, man. You know, can't get in. No, but like with Tarkov, they keep promising stuff and not delivering. I just like at, at some point, it's just like stop telling me that it's coming out at X day, X time. We know it's not. Just tell us what you're working on. It. That's cool. I imagine they, they they're developing the game and they make some kind of breakthrough and they get so excited and they just want to tell everybody about it and then, like I say, they hit a roadblock and it's like. <sighs> 
Yeah. Like, so, okay, so this thing we thought was going to be out next week, yeah, we we need like two more months on it. So when I first started playing Tarkov, it was beginning beginning of 2020, end of 2019. And since then, they've been talking about how Tarkov Streets were coming out. It's a new map. It's supposed to be one of their biggest maps that they've ever made. And it's supposed to be out by the end of the year. We're in 2022 now. Oh, wait, wait. <laughs> and we still don't have it. That was like when and we now, first opened. Yeah. <laughs> and then they still, they're still saying it's supposed to be at the end of this year. And I don't see it because they're supposed to have arena supposed to come out in this fall. Yeah. And we still haven't heard anything about a release date for that. So, mm. and then this last patch back in June, they were supposed to release, um, a new trader, uh, called the, in- uh, the light keeper. And he didn't come out for the wipe, but they said, Oh, he'll be out soon after the wipe. Well, the wipe was in June, and we're in October now, and he still's not out. And we're supposed to get and we're supposed to get the arena, and we're supposed to get streets by the end of the year. So yeah, they said a wipe, not that wipe. Yeah, I think you guys were reading the wrong <laughs> words, and you were putting words where there weren't words. So yeah. that's kind of on you guys. So yeah. I've, I've, yeah, nobody's well. gotten heartbroken by these roadmaps and everything the way I have for two different games. <laughs> First of all, Fortnite saved the world. Okay, before all the BR stuff. You know what I'm saying? I was playing this game, that, which I actually got into the uh, closed beta for, so I didn't even have to buy the game, which was awesome. But we're playing it, and they're like, hey, man, that BR stuff is starting to take off. And they're like, it'd be cool, you know, they do some of the BR stuff in Save the World, and Epic was like, what's that? <laughs> so, and that got dead. Like, they just, like, the game had, like, a little sto- like a story mode to it, basically. Mm-hmm. And then, like, it wasn't finished, and now it, it just stopped one day. It's just like, yeah, good luck. Can you even um, access it anymore? You can. It's just it's in the state that it's in, like, and they've re, they've retooled and changed how everything worked. Like it used to be class based. Like different classes had different strengths. So for example, they had a builder class. If you built buildings, they could build them and then reinforce the structure to make them stronger, take more damage. So like you'd want like a a you know a a, a mix of different classes. There's a commando that was good at like using guns and weapons and had like mortar strikes and stuff. So that would be the people that you would want, like, on the guns and stuff. And But you can just play the BR and be all of it. It's not the same. You couldn't reinforce <laughs> building with nobody. No. Um, but, yeah, he just gave up on it. And then the other one, which hurt even worse, was Friday the 13th. Now, I know, the, like, the guy, they, the guy sued and they couldn't basically make any more content. But even prior to that, there was all of this stuff about, you know, the single-player mode and roadmaps and adding these Jasons, and they was going to add Jason next, which was Space Jason, which is my favorite Jason, not because of any sort of, like, story reasons or nothing, just because, like, all of the kills on that one were just absurd. Like, we were at, like, you know, 1999, where we just kind of gave up on doing things, you know, traditionally horror. So I was really excited for for Kevin Nash, um, Jason, and then we didn't get nothing. And then they got sued, and I can't make anything for it. Game still exists, though. At least we got NES, Jason. Oh, is he in there? Yeah, yeah. So when you pick, it's a it's a skin for one of the, uh, I think it's like uh, Jason 3. And like when he's around, it plays the NES music, like <laughs> instead of playing the normal Jason music. And he's like, he's teal skinned and like got purple jumpsuit like in the NES game. That's oh, so he looks crazy just running around like murdering people, but also looking like completely out of place. Mm. He can't hide as well as the other Jason. Well, you can obviously he'll stick out <laughs> yeah. like a sore thumb. Yeah. Yeah. You don't even have to use the flashlight on him. You'd be like, "Yeah, no, I see you. Come on, man, you teal. I see you." Uh, but yeah, you know, games break your heart sometimes. Making games is hard, I guess. 
Well, you know what? And that, that is a very fair statement. Making video games as people who've played games. So I guess 30 years at this point, at least all of us. Mm-hmm. I don't know. In high school, I made a pong game and it was pretty easy. <laughs> mm. I made a missile command game on my uh, <laughs> TI-86. That's a calculator. Yep. Yeah. Oh, I got. I used to download games to my calculator. Oh, oh yeah, they had. Um, oh my goodness, it was like the. Uh, they had like stuff like Missile Command, and they had like the uh, choose your own adventure type games and stuff too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but games games are hard to make. Yeah. I tell you, after hearing the Tarkov stuff, I kind of understand why everybody compares Star Citizen to it. It does sound similar. Yeah, <laughs> I just I just would rather the communication not be led to like make people excited because if it, I feel bad for developers when that happens because you get people all worked up and then it doesn't work out mm-hmm. and I may not give up on the game but I know there are people when that happens that do because you get burned by so many like big promises from these companies and things don't pan out and it's like gaming is 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 hyperbole personified so like we live and die on these emotional highs and lows for video games. And as soon as you, somebody hits you with a low, you're like, yeah, I'm out. I don't need this. You know? (laughs) And a game that could be good ends up not being as successful or a lot of times failing because of things that are technically outside of the realm of, of the developers, like the people who are actually making the games, Mm -hmm. but the decision makers are forcing things that can't actually work the way that they want to. I mean, like cyberpunk, which has now become a quite successful game, right? The way it launched, where it was like, oh, they gave us this unworkable, you know, unfinished piece of mess. And basically the developers, you know, in in anonymous, uh, you know, statements were like, we, we we didn't think it was done either. They made us do this. Yeah. And they're like, well, why, how, why did you tell them? I'm like, no, 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 we, we said it. <laughs> they told us that didn't matter. I mean, like Sonic 06 is infamous for being such oh, a terrible God. game. And the reality of it was they told them it has to come out. And they're like, but it's not done. But it's not done. And they're like, that's cool. Put it on the disc and send it out. And then all of a sudden your franchise takes a hit for like 15 years Mm -hmm. because people don't trust it because of that one game. You become infamous after being like a a, um, cornerstone of gaming for, for a decade and a half. All of a sudden, none of that matters. Credibility shattered. Yeah. Slippery slope, man. Dangerous game. But anywho, what are we here to talk about today? How about we talk about some of the games that are actually made? Yeah, that's good. That's fun. You can play those. <laughs> no, um, I've noted, been noticing, at least for the last year and a half, that we are getting a ton, a ton of quality games from indie developers. Silver Age, man. Like, I think... I, we're going to be looking back at this point at some time and be like, man, I wish we had that back. So I feel like we're going to hit a lull at some point because right now we are, we're in a gold, gold rush. Like it seems like new great indie games are coming out every week. Me and Lona have this conversation every once in a while because we were like really heavy into the Xbox live arcade games back in the day. So this is like 2007 to 2011 ish. And that was like the first time I felt like what well, kind of what we're getting to now. So I, so I made a comment about it being the silver age. Cause that was like the golden age. It was the first time 
where all of these $10, $15, $5, sometimes free games yeah. were being released. And it was like, hey, man, these these $60 games are kind of disappointing. It's like, we were getting out here getting Kane and lynched out here. <laughs> I like Kane and Lynch. It was all right. Yeah, the first one, not the second one. There's a lot of things to be talking about about Kane and Lynch. But the second one, we can all agree, did not live up to the expectations set by the advertising blitz of that second game. You yeah. know what I liked about Kane and Lynch? It used the same engine and game system as the indie game uh, Freedom Fighters. Yeah. You, I did you, Freedom, ever, you ever play that? Yeah, I remember Freedom Fighters. That game just came out of nowhere. I remember, I'm sorry, I bust into a store here, but I remember I was working at uh, EB Games and we had a shipment come in on a Saturday, which rarely ever happened. And yeah. there was one box with uh, eight cop- copies of that game. PC mm-hmm. and me and Brad picked it up. It's like, what the hell is this? Why they bring us this on a? Oh, okay, so we put it up on the shelf or whatever. So I, I, I took a copy of it home. I wasn't supposed to, um, <laughs> you know, just to try it out. No, no one get, even knew what it was. You got to be familiar with the product. I get it. Yeah. yeah. So I, I took it home and installed it. And me and my brother played it for like three days straight. It's like, oh my god, this game was so much fun. The, the 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 squad commands and the the story was kind of goofy, but kind of mm-hmm. like it got like real ser- serious at some points. But yeah, so okay, sorry. No, no, that that that's what I mean mm-hmm. by like there was this there was this string of games that were coming out that were like they're not even they were not even like positioned as, as alternatives to like the AAA games. In some cases, it would be like we had we were talking before we started about. These games were even being made by like AAA studios, mm-hmm. but it was like the scale of everything was toned down. Like the price point was much lower, and but the quality was better in some cases. A lot of times, we, yeah. Like it was like, okay, I guess this is a new way of gaming. Like we got a, we got a new a new layer to it, a new option because it, before it was like we got, got to the point with the 360 and the PS3 era where it was like every game was sixty bucks. Uh, good luck because you might get home fronted. You know what I'm saying? Like, like there's a chance you get burned and you just got to take the L. Now you got to trade it back to GameStop for $30 when you pay 60 for it. And that's just how it works. And it's like, no, we don't have to give them money just because they're the new game. We can play these other games and see these different stories. And the game, like the other thing was because the budgets were lower, they had to get more out of the gameplay itself. So when you played a game like that was in the vein of God of War, right? They would do some action, some puzzle solving, and usually the puzzle solving, like, you know, like Darksiders and all those games where it was like, mm-hmm. it was never quite the Legend of Zelda level. Right. And in some cases it would be like, oh, you're just insulting my intelligence. <laughs> but these indie <laughs> games would be like, no, we got to focus on the puzzle solving, but make it fun. So you have a game like Braid where you're using time control yep. and you got to figure out how to solve the puzzle where you can, you know, control the flow of time. Super Meat Boy was another one yeah. that just came out of nowhere and all of a sudden was like, all the, everybody's playing it. Shoot, yeah, those two. What really about the biggest like one? That every single person under the age of twenty five knows and could quote and everything. Undertale. Oh, you, Brock. No. You know what? That was a, that's a fantastic example. I thought you were gonna make a joke. No, no. <laughs> yeah, no. and I was like, because the, uh, the under twenty five thing, I was like, okay, where is he going? I mean, uh, you got like every person under twenty five has literally asked, us, "Do you guys have Undertale?" No, like, you do though. <laughs> oh, we do. Yeah, oh. we have copies of it. I didn't even realize that. Oh, oh well. I turned somebody away. My bad. My bad, my boy. <laughs> if you see this, my bad, my boy. <laughs> but no, no, like like a game like that where it's like you you there was no expectation for this game. 
and then all of a sudden it's it, a black and white pixelated game. It's and it was all all these games were like to me it was like word of mouth. Like you would see, yeah, there would be the IGN review or the GameSpot review where they would be like, Yeah, this is an eight. And you're like, Oh, okay, cool. But when you played it, you're like, man, no, nah, this is like this feels like we're getting, you know, a Nintendo a, a SNES greatest hits type level game for yeah. ten dollars. Because the graphicals, you know, the graphics were, you know, of the previous generations, but the gameplay would be so solid. Bastion was another one. Like, mm-hmm. with the narrator, you know, yeah. becoming the star of the show just because, like, they're just literally telling you what is happening in the game, but the way the person's voice is and just the way the story was set up, you're like, oh, no, this is this is crazy. Mm-hmm. So we might, we might be getting back to that point, to Zach's original statement. I mean, like I said, pretty much since... Like, COVID brought a lot of bad things, but I think it helped out indie developers because it, I mean, that's what their bread and butter was, working from home and making and developing these games. And it almost feels like we're feeling the, or we're getting the fruits of the, that labor because it seems yeah. like all this year we've just been getting any great indie titles after great indie titles every week, every week. Uh, and what kind of brought this conversation up was uh, this week we got like three three or four right off the bat. Um, one of which um, debuted on game pass. Yeah. A few of them, which is another thing that I know people have feelings about, but to me, game pass is uh, a great opportunity for these indie companies because it gives them the ability to get a platform for their games where they may not have gotten these people to, to try these games. Now, you can still buy them on Steam. You can still buy them on GOG, PlayStation Marketplace, and Xbox Live Marketplace and all those things. But if you have this service and you get to play these games, maybe you don't buy this game because you get to play it on this service, mm-hmm. but the next game that this company makes comes out. Yep. Yeah, me and Noel are talking. Like, we've had so many games on our wish list on Steam, and then we end up not having to buy it because it comes out on Game Pass. Man. Yep. Uh, and this is one right here that you see in front of you for all of our uh, watchers. Uh, is Moonscars. Moonscars came out this this week. Um, it is a Souls-like Metroidvania 2D platformer, uh, and it was fantastic. Uh, I beat it this week. <laughs> yeah. I played and beat it this week, and it's it's challenging. Um, the aesthetics are awesome. If you like Blasphemous, Blasphemous an, is, isn't Blasphemous an indie game as well? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Blasphemous, Dead Sales, all those. Yeah. So if you like Blasphemous, it's just like Blasphemous. Um, it's also like a game that I played a couple years ago that came out. Dark Devotion is probably one of my favorite Metroidvania games to come out in the last five years. Even I even liked it more than Metroid Dread, which is hard. Have you? Let me ask you this question: Have you played Hollow Knight yet? I have not. That's that's one that like I and I I streamed it a little bit. Uh, I did it for a few hours. Um, in this Metroidvania, and it's got that. It's an indie game, and it's got that that same vibe of like it's more. It's um. Instead, it's more like hand-drawn cartoons, mm-hmm. but still, it's like when you're playing it, you're going like, no, 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 this is, this is a great game. Like the explorations, the visuals, the combat, the smoothness of it, uh, the puzzle, puzzle solving, like it's all there. And we got Metroid Dread last year, yep. yeah. And like, I love seeing the influence of of Metroid series on all of these games. Uh, like I was telling you guys earlier, like so with this game and with Dark Devotion. And blasphemous, really. Um, there's not like there's a set path, yes, because it's a Metroidvania, but there's a little bit more openness to it, unlike Metroid. Because Metroid, I feel like 
That is a path. If, there's a well, path. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's you, definitely you can't a, really deter from it. You can't it. go here until you do this. And, yeah, yeah. yeah stuff in like these that. games, you can kind of, like, you can go to multiple areas without, yeah. it's not one set path. Now, there are some areas you can't get to until you beat X boss or whatever. Um, and this one, I had so much trouble with the second boss because I uh, I got to it before I should have, uh, I think. Because... So I, I sat there and I probably died to it twenty times. I'm like, oh man, I, I don't know what's going on. So I'm like, wrong. yeah, I'm like, I'm I'm either missing something or so I, I got back into the world and started exploring some more. And there was like a whole part of the map I haven't seen yet, and I got a bunch of upgrades that I needed for the boss. So yeah, um, could you have beat it the way I had it? Probably if you were better than me, <laughs> but I'm washed. So yeah, I I needed those upgrades. Well, it's more like the Castlevania approach because that's the thing yeah. that Castlevania does that that Metroid never did, which is like if you if you figured out how to get to somewhere using whatever abilities you currently had, even if you probably shouldn't be there yet, they'll be like, "No, no, go ahead, go ahead, see what's see what's going on." Well, you could sequence break in Metroid games, but it wasn't it wasn't intended. Yeah, except for this last one, they obviously. <laughs> wanted you to be able to do stuff because they actually put scenes in the game. Like if you get to Kraid before you're supposed to, and you beat them with this thing that you shouldn't have had, there's a whole different cutscene. So that was oh, really, cool. I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. Oh yeah. The guys that made that game knew what, what they were doing. They knew what the folks were going to do with the game. Yeah. And they were like, well, huh, it's actually possible to get the bombs before you get to, uh, to Kraid. So what happens if, uh, if you do this, well, let's help. Let's put a whole other scene in the game that, you know, unless somebody, broke it in that specific way you would never see but they knew folks would so that was cool there's another one that's like that um there's actually a, a few of them but i'm thinking I'm, i want to say this one was bloodstained where like oh yeah, yeah yeah that's one where you can oh, yeah. you can speed run it and you can get to other places really quick yeah i mean that's really the vanya part of the metroid uh vanya name yeah, it's being out of the sequence. Because, well, yeah, because, because, well, a Metro game is just you know you're playing it one way and that that's it. It was really when Symphony of the Night came out that kind of gave you the the open map, but you can't get to certain places unless you do certain things first. But um, also, you know, you're gaining experience, gaining new skills, um, and have a usually a little more freedom to go to places that you may not should be yet. Yeah, you know, you see, did you see what's happening with it? Mm-hmm. Did you ever play this one, Dark Devotion? No, I'm sure you probably like it too. If you like the those types of games, it's a Metroidvania Souls like game. Um, this is what kind of started me into the. I I didn't play Blasphemous or uh, what's the other one, Death Gambit yet. Oh yeah, yeah. Until I played this, and this is what made me fall in love with those types of games. You also played the Record of Lotus War one, right? Oh yeah! Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, that one was really good too, uh, and that was a Kickstarter game, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, right? it was. Yeah. It was based off of a previous IP, but it was a a Kickstarter to actually get the game going, up and going. Which is another thing that's changed indie games, right? So, well, before yeah. it was like they got as much money as they got to make this game. Good luck. Hopefully, it turns out well. Hopefully, you don't hit any roadblocks. Mm-hmm. And then with Kickstarter, it's like no, now you know you got stuff like Euden Chronicles. Where oh yeah, you don't get a game like that. Like like that game 
is like the spiritual successor to Suikoden, which is crazy now that they're doing the Suikoden uh, HD remake. Which, mm-hmm. you know, that, we, we're not going to talk about if, if, if one thing That's all the Konami's other. doing these days. They wait for somebody else to make to remake one of their games, and then they let's were like, it, hey, you front. remember? We used to make these games too. Here, buy it again, please. Like that. <laughs> Konami's greasy. <laughs> they were like, oh, Shredder's Revenge is coming out. That's uh-huh. crazy. We just came up with this thing called a Cowabunga Collection. It's got all the games that happened before Shredder's Which, Revenge. Which, by the way, is amazing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, what were you telling me about the, the, the playthrough thing that they had? Oh, have? yeah, the best part about it. I don't know if you have. Have you played it? What? The Cowabunga Ka- Collection? No. So the best part about it is... There's a part where you can just tell it to that you want to watch the game, like every watch game in there. The game. Yeah, and it's like a like a, a like a no hit playthrough of each game, and you can just watch the game play. So I can feel but bad. Then, no, the entire time you, watching it, like you can play through the first game and be like, I'm not swimming through these sewers here. Just watch and watch a guy just go through oh, it without so you ever can getting play hit. it and change it to the watch. You can start the watch, and at any point you can. Pick up the pad and start playing, huh? Yeah, that's that's a, that's a crazy. Feature. It's so that cool. Would, that'd be the only part in any of the games I'd ever do it on. It's like, man, I don't have time bar. to play yeah, yeah, all nobody, of these nobody, games. Nobody's but, diffusing them bombs in the, in the dam anymore. Yeah, <laughs> but that was like that was like, and you know that's like the coolest part of it. But the whole collection is just really well done too. So I was I was, but they really also did come up it. with the collection. After, after Shredder's, Shredder's Revenge, Revenge started yeah. getting all that, that mm-hmm. get, get press. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> they not slick out here. But yeah, so like we're talking about the Kickstarter thing with like a Uden Chronicles. Like it's something that if you have these, like these indie companies have these ideas and they don't quite have enough to flesh it out and people want to see it come to fruition, they can actually, you know, donate to them to get a game made. And in yep. most cases, they're just pre-ordering the game. Mm-hmm. Like that's usually, you know, besides the basic donations, you're just pre-ordering your copy. So it gives them a chance to get the capital up front. And like, it's a more direct to consumer type of situation. And to me, it feels like if you contribute to certain things like that, you kind of feel like more invested into it, more connected to it. Mm-hmm. And, come, in a lot of cases they put like, you know, they'll put your name in the credits and the thank yous and all that stuff. Oh, I've, 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 I've been in three or four games now. Yeah. Shenmue three. You, oh, so you're famous, famous. I'm going to be in a Uton Chronicles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, crap. What was the other? Anyway, yeah. So yeah. not only do we, not only is he a, an expert in, in fighting game uh, mythology and knowledge, he's also been a contributor to multiple game releases. Yep. You know. Yep. So when your game doesn't release on time, you can blame him. Yeah. What, what did I do? <laughs> if a Uden Chronicle gets pushed back, it's Nolan's fault. Yeah. I mean, it already did. So. Well, no, we're not worried about that because we got the we got the action adventure one, which another part of the the indie. Oh collection. God, that yeah. That game, like that game, was so much fun. I was like, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna test it out because I got turned on to that game, that series by Steven. Steven's like, hey man, let me show you this thing they're doing, like this is success of the Suikoden. And I'm like, all right, let me check it out. This this looks pretty cool. Then they had that big trailer with the announcement that not only were we getting that game, but then we were getting the prequel, which is an action-adventure game, and it was coming out first. Mm-hmm. And it's on Game Pass. So sure is. is after, I, after I paid for yeah, it on yeah, so Kickstarter. Paid for it and I, just, I, I, I paid the extra money on Kickstarter to get it first, and everybody else just got it on Game Pass. Yay, <laughs> sucker. Capitalism. Hey, hey. Yeah. Um, I wanted to support the game, so I'm cool. But see, yeah, and you get that option, right? Like, that, mm-hmm. that's other part of being able to do the Kickstarter stuff. But yep. I, I started playing it. Like, let me just try it out. I know Steven's real big on this. Nolan's big on this. Let me see what's up. I know I'm going to play the RPG, but let me try the action-adventure game. And I was just like, nah, this is fun. 
No, it, it it's like it's so good. It's yeah. like the writing. The it's like these are the folks that made the original game. So it's like the 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 character and the interactions and the the setting and everything was just like oh god, it's and so it's good. So many different like there were so many different like again these are these are fifteen dollar games. Mm-hmm. There's so much depth to that game, even though the battle system wasn't the most complicated. No, yeah, like, pretty much any game that we're talking about today isn't going to cost more than thirty dollars. Yeah, yeah. Like, these are games that you can get, and that's if you don't catch it on sale. You mess around and catch these games on sale, they'll be $5, you know what I'm saying? I got games for, like, $3 and things like that just mm-hmm. because, like, I was like, oh, I forgot about this one. Let me, like you said, the wish list thing. Like, you wish list a bunch of these indie games and then pick them up on these different publisher sales or whatever, and you find out that, again, you're getting so much content in such a small package. It, to me, I don't know about, about you all, but sometimes it makes me look sideways at the lack of depth in these big releases. Yeah. It's like, there's two different like avenues of making games these days. You're either shooting for the shooting for the moon, you know, Hey, we're going to make this big game that we're hopefully going to make, you know, a mint. Yeah. Off of, um, and that's kind of a, that's kind of a big, big risk or here's this less expensive game. That we're not going to make a ton off of, but it didn't cost as much to make, and you know, will it will, we'll will at least yeah, make some money off of it, which is why I think a lot of which when when you saw a lot of larger companies start trickling those out to kind of you know keep some money in the bank while they're paying for their big risky game, like buying a commando and buying a commando. Well, re-armed. shoot, um, that's what <laughs> yeah. uh, respawn did. Yeah, with Apex Legends, they released Apex Legends <laughs> to, to try and make money to help uh, fund Titanfall Three. Yeah, and then Still Apex Legends to, blew and, the and hell out. Titanfall Three is probably never. And now happen. Titanfall Three is not coming out. <laughs> they, listen. They would have to respawn. Would have to hire a Titanfall Three team. To get Titanfall, a lot of 3 the folks made. that worked on Titanfall one and two are still there. Oh no, no, yeah, because they're working on their money maker. They, well, yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. So, like, you you can't take the people off Apex. So you're gonna have to replace that staff with even more people to get Titanfall three made because uh, ain't no way EA gonna let you not work on tight on Apex every single moment. There's there's probably like we talked about the roadmap thing before. Mm-hmm. Like internally, you can have them. I'm sure they all have them, right? Yeah, I know EA has got a has them submit a three year roadmap for for 2023 to 2025 at this point. Like, what are y'all doing? Because <laughs> you can't stop doing this. This is just rolling in dough. And yeah. we need all of this to make Frostbite Engine 7.5 so that <laughs> Battlefield uh, 2044 mm-hmm. is just as awful as 2042, <laughs> which apparently somebody said the other day, oh, they're, they're retooling the whole game. And I was like, buddy. I've who, heard it's way better now, but. Who, hey, I'll who give cares? <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I'll give I'll. I'll give it another six months to a year, and then I might check it out. Yeah, I'm probably gonna check check it out eventually. I was super excited about it until I saw. The They're early, supposed to be bringing classes back. Was the whole the thing. early reviews and. Oh yeah, we we all we've talked about this on this podcast, but we we wasted our we, ten hours of of EA plus. Well, we well, we also also contemplated buying the Dobo edition so we could start playing it a week early because we were so burnt on Vanguard. <laughs> but luckily, <laughs> we were saved by Master Chief himself. Uh, yes. Oh yeah, that that's probably one of the funnier like release like sequence of events. Yeah, <laughs> it was like Vanguard comes out and we're like, eh, I, I see it, but I can't one hundred percent get on it. Oh, Battlefield's coming out. Let's do that. Then it was like, huh? 
Hmm. This ain't really gonna work, is it? What are we gonna do? We tried. We oh. tried it like a couple of days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then they came out of nowhere like, hey, you guys can play multiplayer now. Like, Yay. Let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what we played for about a month, I guess. Yeah. And they I they they got a bunch of roadmap stuff going on with Halo right now, and it just doesn't make me feel good. Oh, uh, because they still haven't put out co-op campaign. Yeah. And that was supposed to be out in what, May? I think so. Yeah. And we're in October now? Yeah. Yeah, it's bad. And most folks think it's probably never coming at this point. <laughs> well, they, they've officially canceled couch co-op campaign. Yeah. Which didn't make me feel good about. <laughs> I'm not surprised about that because that has to be tough. I mean, you got you to essentially run four copies of the game at one time. If you're doing four player split screen in an open world. Yeah, because cause the way they. Yeah, I'm sure it's the open world thing that's yeah. Yeah, oh, making yeah, it they, harder. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure it was a lot easier back then when it, all the levels. When were everybody linear. was in the same map. Yeah. No matter, you know, you, could, you couldn't get that far away from each other. Yeah. Now you can seriously be on two opposite sides of the map. And that's probably a little harder to deal with than they were. That Xbox One ain't going to be able to do that, right? Probably not. Because you're going, like. I mean, just loading up Halo now on the Xbox One has to send it into to overdrive. <laughs> like, <laughs> trying to load that much information, it shut it down. It already loads kind of slow on a PC. It yeah yeah even on even on the solid state drive and everything, it's still like mm-hmm. a lot of stuff going on here. Well, I mean, once you get in the game, it's fine. Yeah. Oh no, it's it. That's that's what's disappointing about what they've done with it so far is that like in its base playing, it's still like it runs really smoothly. It's still feel wise. I mean, it's still halo. Like it's still top of the list as far as like that stuff, but it's just the lack of support for it. The long battle pass. Like there's just so many little things about what has not went well with the halo release. Cause the campaign is still, I mean, <laughs> incredible. Like I enjoyed no, it. Yeah. There's no doubt about that. Like in the multiplayer is still, it still feels great. Still seems like it has a decent competitive scene, but it's just like, it's not really pulling people in like that. You want to talk about what we're looking at? Yeah, let's get back on track. Uh, we're talking about indie games. Uh, another game that debuted on Game Pass this week. Um, Despot's game. Despot's game. I don't know wholly, not. I don't. Uh, I don't know much about this, so you'll have to take over. Okay. Well, the it's an auto battler. It's a roguelike auto battler, and 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 I'm always on the fence about roguelike stuff, but a lot of the roguelike stuff is pretty solid once they add another wrinkle to it. So not card captain or whatever the, the card collection those are stupid but you, you if you're a, uh, a veteran of the podcast you know how much we hate deck roguelike builder. deck builder games terrible um even you steven fuck yes. your inscription game yeah nobody's playing that I heard game of the year my ass <laughs> <laughs> people still tell me to play that game and i'm like nah just because you recommend it um but no it's, a, it's an auto battle like so one of the games i play a lot of is uh, tft on uh league of legends and this game took that kind of concept. There's a bunch of other auto battlers that exist. Um, but this one in particular is one that you're playing single player. And it's kind of like you're just going through and trying to figure out bills and try to see how far you can go. But then there's a PVP aspect to it. So you can go into like King of the Hill mode where you're battling against other people online and building your team and, you know, restocking yourself. So you have different ways to play it. Um, and it's got a lot of like, humor to it which is always a good thing which indie games again have to rely on writing and and character interactions to get more out of it because the presentation as far as like production value is never going to be as high 
And this game does a really good job of that. You'll come across these rooms where it'll be like a side quest or you'll have these when you first start a new a new um, floor. You'll have these different things that'll pop up. and You have to like choose your answers. And sometimes you don't know what's going on. Like in this situation, it's not that the question is supposed to be like, like this person isn't playing in a different language. The game did that as a way to I make you. Say, I don't understand any of the words. <laughs> oh, no, it's just one of those make a guess and see what happens. They just mixed funny. up all the letters. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 And so you have a you have a, a choice to pick an answer. And sometimes you get points. Sometimes you get um, another character or an item to add to a character. And then there's a whole like upgrade system. So every time you beat a floor, you get so many points for beating that room. And you can use that to either buy things in the game, whether it be more people or items for the people, or you can do like permanent upgrades to your squad for that run. So you could do things like everybody has 10% more health or everyone has 10% more attack speed or everybody gets uh, more armor based on how many number of enemies are on the screen. So it's all these different layers of how you build your team. And then you got the different uh, class types where you get bonuses if you have different weapons of the same type. So if you're playing with the um, fencers, which is basically sword users, if you're playing with those and you have the standard sword and then you have the Durando and then you have the Excalibur, like you have all these different like legendary weapons, they give different bonuses to your team. Mm. And then eventually the game gets too hard for me and I get overrun by a bunch of like boss level characters. <laughs> um, or I try to play PVP and people let me know that I haven't watched enough streamers and re- watched enough YouTube videos on how to perfectly build my team. So I get cooked immediately. So I'm not going to lie. When you told me about this game, I'm like, eh, I'll probably pass on it. But now that you've kind of more explained it, because you just, all you said is, hey, it's a roguelite, yeah. auto, <laughs> auto battler. I'm like, that doesn't sound like the game for me. But now that I'm watching it and you explaining it, how to, how it works, I might give it a try now. Yeah, I mean, like, it's it's something, if nothing else, like a lot of these indie games have, like, replay value in a way that's not the standard replay value. And that's something that, like, the roguelike genre does a good job of, right? You get a lot of replay value from a familiar game type, but they have ways, whether it's DLC or just the base game in itself. Like, one of the games I played way too much of is Neon Abyss, where every run is different. You know, you yeah. find different weapons, different power-ups, uh, and you don't need to, like... Aren't the environments in that game procedurally generated? Too? Every time, yep. yeah. So you get you get a lot of diversity in your gameplay within a gameplay type that's already familiar and you're comfortable with. You know, sometimes you want to turn your brain off a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely have to check this out. And it doesn't help that you, it hurt that you don't have to pay if you have Game Pass with a lot of these titles. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah. Risk, the risk versus reward is, is much lower. Uh, this next game is not on Game Pass. It's on Steam. And when I first saw it on Steam, I was like, eh, it looks interesting, but it's, it's, uh, I'll pass. But then I watched Grand Pooh Bear play this game. And I sat here and watched him for four hours playing this game. <laughs> nice. And I'm like, all right, I have to play it. it just, I didn't get a chance to play it this week because there was so much stuff that came out this week. But it's called Dome Keeper. And you basically think it's uh, Avatar the movie, the blue people, but you're yeah. the corporation. Yeah, actually, I kind of. So you land on an alien planet. And you're mining it from uh, materials, and the aliens start attacking you, and you yeah. have to use the materials to fight off the aliens. That's yeah, you are the bad guy. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I said, you, it's it's basically Avatar, but you're the corporation, not the blue people. <laughs> that, that's hilarious because 
yeah, that's kind of kind of messed up. Yeah, so you're you're mining it on this planet, and you're you use the the minerals that you find um, to upgrade your dome, and upgrade your suits and your drills and your your weapons and stuff. And it's basic. It's a roguelike game. Mm-hmm. Every time you die, you start over. Uh, it also reminds me a, a lot like um, Vampire Survivor. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah that you upgrade and you try and get as far as you can, and then. Uh, you die and you start over, but as you're you're you progress because you open up new planets and new domes as you progress. Mm-hmm. Some similar to Vampire Survivor, where you open up new maps. Yeah, and you got you got like a. Let me ask you: Does it have like a passive progression system too, where like you get to start off a little better? Yes, uh, there is some. I didn't re- completely see that because um, Grand Pooh Bear, when he was playing, he didn't mess with that that much. Um, or when he did, it was during ad breaks, so I didn't gotcha. get to see that part because uh, I'm not subscribed to him anymore. I was at one point, but I had to cut back. Yeah, I feel you on that. <laughs> but it it's and each time you play, you get uh, access to different abilities. So earlier in the video, you saw that that big square thing. Mm-hmm. You find those, and those are like these like computer chips. And when you bring those back to your dome. So this is the aliens. Attack. Yeah. Oh, this is wild. Yeah. It turns into like a space invaders type. Thing. Yes. Mm-hmm. And you have different weapons you can uh, pick up. So he has the laser right here. Um, there's another one that's like a blade that you can cut people mm-hmm. and shoot the blade out to uh, hit the ones flying. He's getting fucked up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Is, is the run supposed to be this difficult? Cause <laughs> his dome is getting cracked over here. Yeah. Well, you see in the bottom left corner, the little heart, that's the health meter yeah. of the dome. And then next to it is the timer for when the next alien attack is. Oh, so you know okay. when the aliens are coming. So you have to make sure you're back in your dome before they start attacking. Because they dome. can attack you even if you're not in the dome, if you're down mining still. Uh, but back to the computer chips part. So right above them, you see that little square. That's where the computer chips. And you bring it back to the dome, and it gives you access to three options of different um, things. Like uh, something I've seen is you'll get a, a probe that you can activate on your body and it sends a probe out and it tells you where different materials might be. Gotcha. So you know where the direction you want to mine. Another one was, uh, I think it was called drill bit and it's a dinosaur that you can drop into the mines and it'll drill for you. So it drills passively. Nice. Um, and there's a bunch of different things I've seen, but it looks really fun. Um, I'm probably going to pick it up sometime in the next couple of weeks. Yeah. If more shit doesn't keep coming out. Oh, there will be though. There will be. Because <laughs> we're starting, you know, we talked about this before. We're starting to get to the the time of the the holiday release. So we'll get some big games. Like, you know, obviously Call of Duty's coming up. And, yeah. you know, we're starting to get, um, when is it? Um, success of the Dead Space, but not Dead Space. Oh. Uh, Cluster um, Protocol. Cluster yeah. Protocol, yeah. Like, we're starting to get to all of that stuff. So it's going to be like, only got so much time. Good luck. Yeah. Which Steven said he would agree to doing a playthrough of Callisto Protocol where he had to play the character instead of watching us play like he's done before. Somehow I don't believe he agreed to that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could believe whatever you want to believe, but the only there's only one person here to make statements, so you know. <laughs> no, I'm looking forward to that. I don't generally do scary games. But I've really loved Dead Space. I mean, for good reason. It's a fantastic game. And again, that was definitely not an indie game, but right, but that was a new studio getting a chance to do something really, really good. 
and they did a great job. So they definitely, you know, they deserve to get another shot since EA decided to gut their their studio. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. And then make a remake of their IP, which I'm still going to buy. So. <laughs> Is this still being made? You know what? The I have remake? no idea because a lot of their. As far as I know. A lot of their uh, remakes are, are on hold and debt. Well, not even a lot of them, just Kotar. Yeah, because Kotar is oh, the one yeah. I was thinking of. It's on, it's on hold indefinitely. Yeah. So, you know. Hmm. Sad day. It is sad. It's sad. What else we got, though? Um, We can talk about this. I didn't realize this has been out for a while, um, but it, it debuted, or not debuted, but it, it just launched on Game Pass. Um, It's called Let's Build a Zoo. Um, if you're a fan of the old roller coaster tycoon game, yes, you'll love this. It's it's basically the the same thing, but instead of a roller coaster park, you're building a zoo. It's that same type of graphic style. Um, like super zoom. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I played. I do every time I tried playing this this weekend, I got interrupted. Really? <laughs> yeah. Every time I tried playing this. So I've only played about a total of thirty minutes, uh, and it but it feels just like Roller Coaster Tycoon. There's actually another um, another game that's like Roller Coaster Tycoon. I just saw it like a few weeks ago. I think maybe it was during like one of those showcases. But it was it was essentially Roller Coaster Tycoon. But it's you know like recently this is a different company too. I can't remember the name of it. Um, but they they clearly were like, let's just make that. Nobody's made one of those in a while. We'll make it. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, and just like Roller Coaster Tycoon, you get to hire people like janitors and um, maintenance and stuff like that. And I saw in there where you could actually choose where you're recruiting people from. They had like social media and stuff. Obviously, they didn't have that in the old Roller Coaster Tycoons because there was no social media back yeah. then. <laughs> well, it's like I was playing, um, you play a game dev story or yeah. like uh Game Dev Tycoon, and they have that to where, like, where do you put your your ads for new people? And one of them is always social media. Yeah, that's another game that came out on Game Pass this week. Um, and then I kind of wanted to talk about, oh, I guess this next game also, Omega Strikers, came out this. I think this came out two weeks ago. Yeah, it's a free-to-play game, right? And it's a free-to-play game. Um, it's basically League of Legends, okay, but yeah. they're playing um, soccer. <laughs> League of Legends mixed with a uh, Rocket League. Yeah, uh, it reminds or Jonathan or said or this Rocket. last night, but it reminds me a lot of Battle Right. Yes. Um, there's not a whole lot of characters right now. I think there's twelve. I mean, it's not bad to start though. Yeah, especially but if it's balanced. They have a they have a roadmap, and it's in game, and they've delivered on it so far. So every two weeks is a new champion. Okay. Up until November. Whatever the third week of November is, um, they have like the silhouettes of all the champions that they're planning on releasing. Okay. Um, and every two weeks, one comes out. So they've already released their first one, which was Asher, which is the one that just died. On <laughs> 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 if you're watching, um, and she's pretty cool. I'm looking forward to the other ones. And honestly, so I played this Saturday uh, for about eight hours, and I've only spent four dollars and ninety nine cents. I was going to mobile as well. Yeah, I spent four dollars ninety nine cents on their starter pack, which gives you fifty thousand coins and a thousand of their paid currency. Uh, the coins is something that you can earn in game, 
and the thousand currency let you buy the battle pass. So I, I'm like, all right, sure, I'll do the four ninety nine, get the battle pass, and get fifty thousand coins. Yeah, uh, it was a pretty good deal. Um, and I played, like I said, I played eight hours, did that, and I own all the champions now. And they have, I don't know if you remember back in early league days, remember the runes? Yes, that you had to buy. Yeah, they have something similar to that, so you have to buy their. They're called trainings, and I pretty much have all of those now too. And I've only played, like I said, I've only played about eight hours, so it's not hard to earn the in-game currency and purchase everything. Um, they do have some skins, and you have to use real money with that, which I'm fine with. Gotta um, make money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's cool. So like, and like with the trainings, they're not like. And so if you remember in the old league, dodge the runes were like just give you stat points right Mm -hmm. with in this game they actually manipulate and change how your abilities might work oh that's nice they they let you play your character your character even though you have the same character as somebody on the other team might play completely different because of the type of trainings you have gotcha so if you have time check it out it's really fun um it's probably a lot more fun with uh, two other friends so you don't have to play with random people but I, we enjoyed the hell out of it. Uh, I, I love seeing like the the combination of sports into like traditional games. Yeah, like the way they're 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 mixing them in such a fun way. Because like back in the day, you literally only had like something like wind jammers, and then like <laughs> NBA Jam. Like there were not a lot of over the top games, or even like just not making a simulation of a sport. Or even trying to come up with a different type of sport. Like, Rocket League came out. Like, that's obviously got its bases in soccer and hockey. But, like, completely different the way you play that. And that's what we – I think that's what the the beauty of games should be is that you can take something. You can still have your FIFAs and NHLs. And we play those games and we love them. But let's let's go over the top sometimes. Let's just see how it works out. Yeah, it reminds me a lot of – what's the game that – that soccer game that we got a couple years ago? Anime one? Oh yeah, oh, I, oh, Captain Subasa. Yeah, I love that game. That game I played through fantastic. that whole story mode. Like it was, it was good. Which I end up having to go watch the anime because I was like, I want to see like the actual. Because in the game version, you you make a character and you play like through all of these stories, but you're like watching the main characters do stuff and you upgrading your character. It was a re- really good system, but the anime obviously has its own like actual storyline and everything. But yeah. Like, something as simple as that game where you just, I mean, it, first of all, animes about sports are one of my things, and I'm mad that not more of them have games. Like, there's so many sports animes that could just just make a game for it. Like, everybody like the volleyball one. I was going to say haiku. Everybody loves haiku. haiku. Yeah. Why isn't there a game for it? Like, Namco Bandai, I know you got the, the rights to it. You got the rights to every anime for video game purposes. <laughs> so I know you already got the rights. You're just you're sitting on money, and, and you know what's crazy is there haven't been a ton of volleyball games made over the years, but the ones that have been made have been really good. DOA, even, there's been some good ones. Even the joke one, the first one, the mean yeah, ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The first, the first, first DOA, DOA volleyball, yeah. outlaw volleyball, really game. Uh, Virtual Strikers. Was that about? Yeah, that on was GameCube. Yep, yep. I still that was Dreamcast and GameCube, one. wasn't it? I think that was on the GameCube. Oh, everything virtual, but they've all been good. Yeah, they have been. Like, I mean. They remember, remember Rockstar made the uh, table tennis game. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, that was yeah. really good. That was really good. Was little, a little launch title for the really 360, good. you know. Yeah. But like, yeah, when they when they make the games, <clears throat> they seem to be pretty good. And like, they just I guess they're not well received. Maybe I that's the only thing I can think of. 
I, I just we don't know people who've played those games and be like, yeah, that was trash. Like, no, it's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah I've been playing that. You know, yeah. I mean, we've uh, like golf has probably gotten the most video game treatments that have not been based on like actual PGA golf. Like, yeah. there's been PGA games, but then we got um, Hot Shots Golf, which changed to everybody golf. We got Pena Golf. We got uh, Mar- the Mario Golf series. See, like, that's the biggest one is Mario Golf. Yeah, that's pretty much the only one I play. Mario Golf for the uh, Mario Tennis for the Game Boy Advance is a fantastic game because it had the like you make your own character and level them up and everything. Oh yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah, so yeah. easy. We let let us let us be directors. Let's start like being like you know project director. We yeah, can. I just want to tell people what games I want to want to play and make make them make them. Pretty much, you should play Game Dev Story. Make game. <laughs> I just did the episode. But yeah, um, what were we talking? I don't even remember what we we're talking about. Indie games and sports games, and we yeah. just got finished talking about Omega Strikers. Oh, that's right, that's right. Yeah. Uh, but like we were talking about earlier, like indie games as a whole has changed a lot over the years. Like I remember back, you didn't even know what indie games was up until, honestly, the 360 kind of brought it to the limelight. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like that, that Xbox Live Arcade, and these games were also on PS3. I know people might listen to this and be like, oh, I talk about Xbox all the time. The reason why the Xbox Live Arcade thing became such a big thing was because you had party chat. Yeah. So like have that in PS3. we could play the same game on the PS3, but like we want to talk to each other. So like one of the first games I that I got for my Xbox through there was a game called Aegis Wing. Look it up real quick. Oh yeah. Aegis Wing? Aegis yep. Wing. Now Aegis Wing is just a just a basic shoot 'em up game. Yep. Right? But see if they got a, a four player playthrough. Because the thing that made Aegis Wing crazy was you could, like, Voltron yourself to each other. And you was just like, you could control, everybody's controlling their own thing. And then you could link up and somebody could be flying for everyone. And everybody else is just shooting. Like, you just press the button. Like I said, just press X. And then, like, it's, it, it was a simple and easy concept. But when you see it in motion, like, and you're in the party and y'all all playing together and you're linking up. You could do two v twos and three v threes, like or not three v a three and one. Like it, it was a very simple game, not even that long of a game, mm-hmm. but because of the co op aspect of it, all of a sudden, and it was free. All of a sudden, it was a game that you go into party and it's like, oh, y'all playing Aegis Wing? Let me jump in. Yeah, I'll jump in. Yeah, I'll jump in real quick. Right? I've never heard of this game. Yeah, it, it, it was like, but this was the beginning of the Xbox Live. So then all these other games start coming out and you're like. Is that what the X button is? That keeps popping up? Yeah, yeah. To link, to link together, yeah. And so all of a sudden, it's like, well, Aegis Wing was good. What about, let's say, Castle Crashers? Like Castle Crashers. Like, well, first it was Alien Hominid. Alien Hominid, yeah. And then they were like, oh, the people who made Alien Hominid. Which I played that game when it was just like a Flash game on it, the on Newgrounds. Yeah. Like, like that's because <laughs> literally when you load up Castle Crashers, it says Newgrounds game. Um, um, what's this, what's some other ones? Well, we had uh, Geometry Wars. Ge- oh my goodness, Geometry, I love Geometry Wars. Wars. Like, you you had all these little games coming out, and like Geometry Wars, I think was like five bucks. Like then yeah. you had Geometry Wars. Uh, what was the what was? And the then sequel? it blew up and got like a, a disc release. Yeah, yes, mm-hmm. it did. It had a disc release, and it was just like you were seeing the power of like people just just talking about because you know like there's online thing was you know message boards <laughs> and everything, but we really didn't have like social media wasn't where it was you know even ten years ago at that point. Mm-hmm. So it was all about somebody still telling you to a degree, like somebody on your friends list playing it, and you're like, oh well, what is this? 
you know, you go into the party and somebody's, you know, it says actually their name that they're playing this game. And you're like, oh, well, what's that about? And they're like, oh, dude, check it out. And the the trial to buy, uh, which I feel like we've gotten away from that. Like some games will have demos on Steam and stuff like that. And it, it, it's, a, it's a pretty good thing when they have it. But the trial to buy thing where you could literally download the game, play, you know, an hour of it, and then hit that buy button. And I don't know about y'all. But if I'm playing it already and I'm like I'm not having a bad time, it's real easy to be like, I'm gonna press that Y button real quick so I can get the full release. <laughs> My card's already on file. They, so. I'm about to say, they did make it real easy to just press one button and you got the game. Yeah. They'll hit you mid-combo in the game. Like you playing Shadow Complex, you go into a room, <laughs> shoot the dude with the gun for the first time. You're like, oh, this is really fun. You wanna buy it? <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, well, yeah, 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 yeah. Let me get there. Uh yeah. <laughs> What Shadow are some Complex other games? Another one. We say which one? Shadow Complex. Yeah, oh, which Sh- we talked about earlier. It's like, does that really count as an indie game if Epic made it? I mean, that's what I was saying uh, before. I think well, that sometimes um, the the term indie game has kind of been conflated now to include not just you know developers who aren't who aren't you know under a big uh, company or something like that, but also just like. Uh, scale and scope of the game. Yes. And this, I, I think this was like the best example of it. It was like, I I loved it when I, when I, when I finally actually played it, it was like, Oh my God, somebody finally made a new Metroid. Yeah. That is exactly what it was like. It, we were talking about it. Like, yeah, this is a, <laughs> a Metroid game. Cause everybody's like, well, like, you know, again, you jump in the party and I think Larry was playing it first, or either either that or like somebody like my friend Marquise might have told us about it. And you get into the party and you're like, okay, so what is Shadow Complex? If you go if you go into an Xbox Live party and there's there's four people in the party and three people are playing Shadow Complex, you're like, yo, what's going on? Like what what are we doing here? And they're like, oh no, try it out. And then you play the trial, mm-hmm. which you know, they make you download the whole game, and then you're like, You wanna keep playing? Yeah. Yeah, I do want to keep playing. I mean, we did uh, it was Biden Commando when they did the uh, the I guess the remake of the original one. Oh yeah, yeah. And as a way to, I know Capcom was using this as a way to kind of gauge them making that new Biden Commando, which they didn't make the same, and that's their fault. But um, seeing that, you go into a room and in, in, into the party, you see everybody's playing Biden Commando, and you like the game from the NES. <laughs> They're like, no, no, there's, no, there's, there's, a, there's a new version yeah. of it. Yeah. And then you go play it, and you're like, oh, okay, yeah. Um, Castle Crashes is another one for me. Yeah. Where the the drop in drop out co op aspect of yeah. it, like somebody could be playing, you jump in for a game or two, and then decide, you know, all right, I'm done, or they decide they're done, but now you want to keep playing, and you could just keep playing with your character, and I mean, just like it's the level of of like you said, the level of of presentation and depth and 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 gameplay you had to these games were just like okay, yeah, they're they're, they're doing something right right now. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think I ever really got a chance to play this uh, Castle Crashers. Oh, this was fun. Yeah, it was. Just, it, just, it got ported to like everything. Everything, now. pretty much. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I remember seeing like they were like, "Yeah, it's coming to the Switch," and I'm like, "That game from 2008." Yep. <laughs> okay. <laughs> sure. Because they had like the battle mode uh, where you could fight against each other, but like there's like what like 25 levels to that game. 
Something like that. I don't. I don't think we ever even finished it. We really? used to just we used to just jump in and play it until we got tired of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or if we had like a few few minutes to play, yeah. It's like, hey, let's jump in and you know swing some swords for a minute. Well, you got all the different <laughs> weapons in it. You had all the different uh different knights you can unlock. I played with the green knight because they was the best. Got the poison damage. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just it, it it offered so much so much replay value and so much like so much value for the amount of money. Like paying like sixty bucks. Right now, it's still a lot of money. So mm-hmm. sixty bucks, you know, in two thousand ten, is like, you know, we working retail jobs out here at, the, at that point. It's it's, yeah. it's rough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Giving all my money right back to GameStop. Uh, so being able to get something like this and get that much out of it was always like, okay, yeah, we we almost like you appreciate it. That's why I like Game Pass so much. Coming back to that is. Just- you get access to so many cool games that you probably wouldn't have purchased in the first place. Yep. Just because you're just, you know, your dollar can only go so far. <laughs> you can't buy everything. No. Well, so, so something has to give. Like, do I want to save, save up and get the new Call of Duty or spend the same amount of money and get five fantastic games? Yeah, you could. And some people just don't know better and they want, and, or they just, they love Call of Duty, so they play Call of Duty. Yeah. With Game Pass, you get access to all these games and you don't even have to worry about that. Yeah, I've, I've found so many games. And yeah, like, Game Pass does cost money. It's not like it's a free. No, it's not at all. And the, the thing would be if, if Sony's system was better, we'd be talking about it too. If Probably. it was comparable, then we'd be talking about it just as much. It's just right now, they're, they're, the, the price point for getting access to the same level of games doesn't, doesn't seem the same. Yeah. Uh, One is not like the other. No, no not at all. Hey, can just wait till the Activision uh thing goes goes through. <laughs> yeah. COD, COD games may maybe free day day one after that. I yeah. mean, that's what that's what it's looking like. Ooh. That ain't no bad thing. And Sony is not happy about it. <laughs> I mean, I look look. I get it. I do get it from their perspective. I just mm-hmm. I just know that if the shoe was on the other foot and they could do it, oh, they, they would. They would do it. You know. Yeah. Or. They would even if they even if they still made you pay for it because Sony might still make you pay for it if you had PlayStation Plus. They would still try to incentivize their users, just like the reason they had you know day one access to the closed beta and other people didn't. Mm-hmm. They didn't give that up. They didn't you know show some solidarity to. Oh game. well, no, yeah, they're still they still got that. They're gonna take contract. their wins. Yeah, they they're gonna <laughs> complain about their losses and say how unfair it is. Yep. Oh, I love it. Because if I'm Sony, I'd be doing the same thing. You guys cannot let this happen. Buy Horizon on PC and PS5. <laughs> <laughs> I think next episode, I'm going to throw the topic out. We got, we got to start talking about all these remakes that people are doing two years after a game comes out. I just heard a rumor about Resident Evil 7 getting the HD remake, and I'm like, it wasn't HD. Resident Evil 7? There's no way. Like, it just... Well, they're not they're not calling it a remake. They're they're basically like saying like, like they're gonna a, make a, a PS five series X version. Uh, okay, so just update. adding new effects and stuff yeah. like that. It's like, all right, man, like I mean, if you think about I it, mean, that's what they did. They've done that for every new generation of consoles. They'll take whatever previous game that was really big and they'll like, Hey, we'll put extra textures on or some stupid shit and release it for the new system. Sony's really that's Sony's bad or good, however you want to look at it. Nah, it's bad. Yeah. Cause I mean that's why I didn't get a PS4 for like a year, at least after it came out. I'm still waiting for my copy of Skyrim on PS5. Oh, they just they just announced <laughs> Skyrim for the Switch. 
for seventy dollars. Good God! Like, Does it run on it? It's probably a probably. cloud. It's probably cloud based. It's probably cloud version. Yeah, I was about to say, especially you, if or do you get the uh, multiple cartridges? <laughs> Honestly, or the cart, and then you download the rest. Yeah. Hey, that would be hilarious though to have like to switch out cartridges. <laughs> <laughs> it would make me think the game was better. I'm just gonna say multiple disc games usually, you know, back in the day were better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Metal Gear Solid. All right, I just finished the. Uh, I just finished fighting this boss over here. Time to go back to White Run and insert Cart Three. Ah, let me go switch it out real quick. <laughs> just have it in order. I'm just gonna... yeah, just have it sitting in front of you. It's one I need. I gotta go to the Majors co- uh, College. Let me get this for real. Quick. Pop that in. Uh, but yeah, oh. uh, I'm excited to see what we will get. You know, we got to do before the year's up. We got to do our, uh, you know, this will be Nolan's first time doing it, but we got to do our our next year projection. So we'll look at what's the schedule, release games, and see what we, we're excited for and things like that. Um, but I'm excited to see, like, when we see these names of games that we don't know, and we do this when we, we were going through the list, we watch them and we go, oh, okay, that's another one to put on the wish list. And a lot of times it's those indie games that, we're looking at oh my nightly ritual and it's it's turned to a nightly thing is before i go to bed at some point i'm gonna go through steam and look at all the uh when you scroll down and mm-hmm. it shows like the new and trending and then it has the coming soon tab and i hit the coming soon and i look through all those games just so i can see what's coming up anything cool looking oh that looks cool let me put it on my wish list so i know when it launches yeah steven just showed me one saturday um it's from the uh, legend of hero series Mm-hmm. And it's uh it's it's the game it just came out and it it was like okay it the visuals for one really feel like the sixty N sixty four ogre battle like kind of visuals were very clean looking okay um and it it makes me feel like it gives me that that PlayStation feel as far as the 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 story and everything because it's like they you know they have their own little world where it's like it's not on earth, but everything is like earth like, mm-hmm. but it's a mixture of like magic and, and technology and all of that. So the main character is like part of some sort of like, it came back home and joined like the police force, but he's using like Tonfus, but they look kind of like nightsticks, but like kind of robotic. And then you got the other party members they meet. And uh, it reminded me of like saga frontier, but better because saga frontier, while not a bad game, not a good game. It's not a bad game, not a bad game, but it's also got like a lot of obvious flaws that when I bought that re-release, I was like, Huh. I did forget about how weird some of the aspects of this game is. I'm not sure if I really want to slog through this again because <laughs> it takes a while to get through that game. Uh, but yeah, and we just saw that under the new and trending. So yeah, I definitely I understand going through there, checking out stuff. Yeah, I always check the coming soon. Is there anything in particular you guys are looking forward to just off the top of your head? Besides the obvious stuff like Call of Duty, Street Fighter, things that we already talked about. No, I mean, not that I can think of. Dot of War coming up. I guess. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, I started that. I started. Oh, yeah, yeah, dude. I played week. a lot of shit this last week for some reason. <laughs> I was just. I, I think I was just looking for something to talk about for this week because we didn't really have anything lined up. So I'm like, I'm gonna just start playing some games because I've been kind of in a rut. Like I'm done. I think I'm kind of done with Zomboid Project Zomboid. I've, I've got all I want out of that and. uh so I was kind of looking for something new to play this week, and I played that. And it was free for PlayStation Plus this month. Oh, that makes sense. Original God of War. That makes a lot oh, of sense. It? Yeah. Okay. Well, not October, but for well, September. Yeah. yeah. So it's not free anymore. So you're shit out of luck. 
Oh, he already owns it. Mm, no, it's probably still up till tomorrow because the store doesn't update till Tuesdays. Oh, okay. And it's he, the first Tuesday of the month. So. Yeah, it's uh, God of but War. But I already got it either way. And, uh, and Grand, I'm pretty sure I downloaded it. I probably just forgot because I already own it. Grand Blue versus is on there. Yeah, too. okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I do have it then because I remember getting Grand Blue. Yeah, so I picked up those two um, and downloaded God of War. And I started, I played like the first hour or so, much further than I got the first time I tried playing it. Oh, I. I played the crap out of that game. Well, the first time I played it, <laughs> I didn't like it. Really? What, the change in the change. I think because it was style? such a. I didn't know about the change in gameplay, so when I loaded it up the first time, I'm like, "This isn't God of War." That's what I thought when I saw it the first time. Yeah. But then I watched. I never saw anything leading up to it. the The day the game launched, I watched a bunch of folks on Twitch play it, and I immediately stopped watching because I was like, "Okay, yeah, I got to play it." And man, I downloaded <laughs> that game. I want to say I was in the Philippines when that came out. Um, yeah, because I got the digital version of it. I had to get every game like digitally during that time because I couldn't go nowhere to buy games. Um, and I was just like, I was kind of like you, Zach, at first. I'm like, man, I just, I don't know if, I don't know what we're doing here. I'm not sure if I'm 100% in. And also, Kratos is very off-putting for like the first two hours of that game. <laughs> like, he's, yeah, a, it was he's a very curmudgeon. weird game. Like, and I followed the story pretty well. Through the first three games. Oh, yeah. No, no, and jump. just my nature of how my brain works, I pretty much forgot most of it. But I knew the key points is that he really loved his wife and kid. Well, he banged those chicks in the beginning of the game. And then he died. And then they died. And then you you start this game and you're burying your supposed wife and you have a new kid. Yeah. So I'm like, what the hell just happened? Well, he didn't seem too fond of that kid. In yeah. The so I was like, so it kind of like was off putting. And then the whole gameplay changed also. I was like, uh, hey, I'll come back to the, this. And I never he came got back the blaze to it. right now. Like, I'm like, I got this axe. Like, bro, what is he doing? Who He's got band aids on he his was, fucking he, where his he, chains he, were. Like, where are my chains? Moved from Sparta to Greece, obviously. I mean, not from Sparta to Greece, from Sparta so to the same place. To. to <laughs> Norse, Norse area, yeah. like yeah. literally the area. Well, after you explained to me with the diff, like what happened and like kind of the story change, uh-huh. mm-hmm. that's when I like, all right, I'll give it a second yeah. try, and I loaded it up and I enjoyed it. I'll, I'll probably finish it now, but yeah, because the original God of War two was was actually supposed to be Norse gods. I uh, wasn't originally uh, when what's his name, Jaffe yeah. made the first game. His actual plan for part two was, okay, now we're going to go, go kill some Norse gods, and then we're going to go to Egypt and kill some Egyptian gods. And Is that but, where we're going next? Allegedly. Uh, I don't know. Allegedly, they said this is the, the, the last uh, Norse game. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's then, definitely that, because I know then, Barlog said it was like, I don't know if this is going to be the last Norse game, but it's my last one. So yeah. <laughs> so there's going to be, the, the rumor is that we will get the Egyptians in the next game, because that's, that's the cool. logical step as far as like, Having a multiple gods and multiple stuff. gods and like pantheons that people kind of know because you mm-hmm. know like some of, some of the stuff for Egyptian gods I know a lot of people don't know probably besides like Anubis maybe Ra and Horus yeah but like there's a bunch of other ones that they have that yeah. they can pull from and you could do a lot of stuff with uh, the Norse it was kind of it's kind of funny because like there's a lot of Norse stuff and I, I guess in this next one we probably will get a lot more but I felt like it it was when you play it you'll see that to me it kind of feels more narrow in scope. Mm-hmm. As far as the, because you know when you play the first God of War, it's like we it's showing very, you all of them. Yeah, it's very big. Yeah, it's <laughs> like oh, you, you know, you know about Festus, right? You know about Hades, you know about like oh, they all here. But then you know this with this this first one. Well, that makes sense based off what he just said that it yeah, was supposed to be the in. only one yeah. that was going to be Greece, but 
Because they started giving you some of those other God Awards. They kind of giving you some of the side heroes in, in, in uh, Greek mythology. Yeah. It's like, well, I mean, I guess we could do Hercules. I always find it kind of felt bad for her, Hephaestus, though. Yeah. Like, he's stuck down there. He's building all your stuff. And you sleep with his wife. Yeah. And then you kill him. Yeah. It's like, man. He's, hey. <laughs> He's the bad guy in this situation. <laughs> Seriously. It's like, Which, really? And now I have to kill him? And then once he's dead, if you hit him a couple of more times, he'll fall over even more. It's like, yeah. oh, come on. Yeah. It's yeah. like somebody hated that god or something. It's like, <laughs> he'll do them, but make him. He's a toy maker. <laughs> but I do like the direction that they, mm-hmm. they've. I like, I like, I like that god award, the, the, the one before Ragnarok, the, the Norse one, because they've done a lot more to develop the characters like you were talking about in the original God of War, like the thing that always threw me off as soon as you cut the game on, it's like they're telling you about how wronged Kratos has been by the, by God or by Ares and Mm -hmm. like his family dying and all this stuff and the ashes being on his face and all that. And then it's like, you press start and like press X to bang. (laughs) I'm like, I'm sorry. You bang to forget. Oh, I I was was banging out of sorrow. Yeah. And it's yeah. like somebody was like, "Well, you don't have to do it." I was like, "Yeah, but they literally give you XP for doing it, mm-hmm. incentive." Yeah, you you kind of have to do it <laughs> like, if you want. Like yeah. you want to get like I want to get my upgrades as yeah. quickly as possible. So you go ahead and do it, and you can do it multiple times. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then got stamina. And then you go yell at uh, what's her name? Yeah, right after <laughs> Bang that. Banged for Athena. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it's like I just banged all these girls, and I'm still mad at you. It's like what the hell? <laughs> we killed this Hydra <laughs> and slaughter all these people because I'm upset about my family. Yeah. Yeah, but no, I, I I forgot about Ragnarok coming. I, it, that's one of those games. It's like that's a game I always forget. Well, it's almost out. like there's. I, I feel like Sony didn't know if it was coming out this year, so they just didn't say anything until they absolutely knew. And now all of a sudden, you start seeing commercials for it and stuff. But before it was just like, well, let's just give them a little, just little a, l- a little thing, but don't say anything else because we don't know if this game's coming out this year. Give them the extended version of the ending that you can get in the actual other game basically it's like remember that yeah. scene you can get okay let's show a little bit more there's of a little bit more yeah but now they're showing like full gameplay and got a full trailer for it and so bro thor yeah real thor yeah that's yeah that's real thor. thor hey as guardian me drinking thor <laughs> hey, i've been i've been drinking a lot we had no real conflicts around here for a while mm-hmm. so i just been really like you know chilling laying, living off the land meeting it up and now you want to come around with your filthy boy and i gotta mm-hmm. Well, you killed one of his sons, so. I mean. Spoilers. Oh. Yeah, that's why I was kind of. Yeah, I Sorry about that. <laughs> I was trying to, trying to be vague with stuff. Uh, like, I know he's seen Thor in the well, trailer. Well, I mean, I didn't tell him part where you fought. The, oh, never mind. So apparently I'm killing <laughs> Thor's son. Uh, I mean, it's God of War. You're going to kill a lot you, of people. Gonna, I mean, it's God of War. Yeah, it shouldn't like, be that Like, Kratos hasn't reformed himself completely. He's <laughs> still, he's still, mur- like, his whole way of solving problems. Oh, is he, yeah, he, face. Yeah. he, he tries to stay. I mean, it's it's like, in the beginning of the game. That's like part of this, this game. It's like stuff comes to him. You know, he's not going out like he used to. No, he's, you know, he's I mean, but he can also, like, use words more. Boy. 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 <laughs> it's like. He's trying to teach life lessons to the boy, but also like he still it's still like, you know, I, I could just murder these things barehandedly. Mm-hmm. Let me teach you how I had to teach my human son before he got murdered. But also I could just grab this thing and tear his head off. But you gotta learn how to like hunt and stuff. So, you know, whatever. But yeah. All right. I think probably winding down. Yeah. Talked about what we want to talk about, indie games. I'm sure next week 
we'll have another episode of Street Fighter. Fingers Good. crossed. Yeah. Fingers well, crossed. Yeah, I, yeah, I, we'll I would see. I would not mind if we got a chance to do another Street Fighter based episode. Like, yeah, because no uh, beta's thing. this weekend. Uh, I got into it. This guy didn't. <laughs> no uh, one knows if they got in yet. <laughs> I do. Okay. He knows. I know. <laughs> he knows. <laughs> <laughs> nah. uh, I'd ask you what you've been playing this week, but we kind of t- that's what we pretty much talked about the whole show. Uh, well, you have didn't. We talked about what we've been playing. What you <laughs> I play? love what I've been playing. Yeah, I've been talking about what I've been playing the whole episode. Well, actually, last week I forgot to say, and it's really the only thing I got to play this week before work caught up to me. But um, um, dang it, what did I say yesterday? Gundam Evolution. Gundam Evolution. That's yeah. it. Oh yeah, yeah. that shit that came out what two weeks ago. Yeah, uh, yeah. I've I've really enjoyed that so game. Much, so much stuff coming out. It's it's not easy. Let me just say that. It's, wait, it's, it's like it's, it's Overwatch fun. but Gundams. Well, see, basically the the one thing that I, I I told Nolan this too. I'm like the biggest difference I felt is like supporting is much different in that game because yeah. there's no there's only like one like person that comes close to being a support character where like you can tether like um what's the character in Overwatch the angel Dang, um, mercy. mercy I always call her angel yeah <laughs> it was mercy yeah uh so like they can tether this kind of a similar way but you don't I don't think you heal as as fast either. The the there's there's one thing that throws out the healing beacon thing. And it's like so. It's like Soldier seventy six. Literally, uh, Pale Rider is just Soldier seventy six. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah. Just assault rifle, heal? throw a, throw a grenade, uh, throw a heal thing down. Like it's it, it is Soldier, and it's yeah. and it's old. It's literally just powered up version of myself. Like yep, yeah. Um, but like yeah, like tank like the the there's no real like non-damage dealing roles. Like, everybody's dealing damage. It's just situational. Speaking of that, Otherwise. that's what comes out this year, too, is Overwatch 2. It comes out to... Uh, it comes out Tuesday, right? Yeah, tomorrow. Wait, it comes out tomorrow? Yeah, it comes out tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. It'd be today for our listeners. But yeah, we yeah. gotta, we gotta, we gotta uh, figure out what we're gonna do about that. <laughs> I completely... I thought it was, like, end of this month. No, it is, it is soon. And it's weird because um, the way they're gonna be doing some of the stuff with the fact that you have to have copies of the other game and all this other stuff is wait what i thought yeah. it was free to play it so yeah i was it's talking a, to, a good way to them about out. it at the weeklies yesterday and they were trying to explain it to me and it's like i uh, can i mean i can explain it is if you don't so for, let's say you play on pc because i don't know how this is going to work for like disc people but if you play it on pc and you don't have a copy of overwatch one as purchased from BattleNet, right you can't you can you don't have access to the day one hero the overwatch one heroes you can unlock them by playing matches and basically after 100 matches you will have all of them oh okay so you so, just it's kind of like it's pretty much like any other free to play yeah, game yeah, you yeah. Have to where you have to unlock the characters so which the, that makes sense or you can just if you own the previous game you have them all unlocked yeah, right or you can just yeah. buy them if you have if you play overwatch 2 and you don't want to play the matches Oh, okay. That makes sense. So you can still. Oh, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just, but my question is like, okay, if I'm playing on console, how are we doing that? Because you could have bought it digitally, but also if I've been playing this version of Overwatch 1, what do I do? Yeah. Like, do I put the disc in and they're like, congratulations to your other people? You unlock them all? Maybe. maybe, And then you just go to buy, go to GameStop and buy the used copy and then return it. And I'm telling everybody, you can go to GameStop, Seven buy the used days. copy, and then return and get all your money back. Because fuck GameStop. <laughs> fuck them. Big time. Yeah. Nah, it's not that bad, but yeah. Nah. Fuck them. No, um, yeah. <laughs> so it's, 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 but it, but to your point about it, like, oh, snaps is coming out. Like, 
there was so much up in the air about that game that like whatever well, it momentum changed, it had, it, you had to buy it at one point. It, it was changed to free to play like within the last six months, right? No, it's it's still in free to play. I thought it was the yeah, first one. No, 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 second. no, no, no. Oh, the second, second one, second one. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We're talking about like how all of a sudden, like it feels like because it's just you had to out. purchase it. They they came out when they first debuted it. Like, hey, this is a new game that you're gonna have to purchase. Mm-hmm. And then, like in the last six months then, yeah. is when it changed free to play. Was it E3 or something? Yeah. No, well, well, it's technically summer games. They know. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. But uh, and they were in the midst of all of the shenanigans that they had going on, and and, and oh yeah, yeah, all of the yeah, all of the. Bad that was the main reason I never really. Got the first. I kept waiting on the first Overwatch to go free, free to play because it's like it's got to go free to play eventually. And my friend up in Knoxville, that's like all he plays. And so him and his wife, when I'm up there with them, they're forcing me to play it with them. And it's not that I don't enjoy the game, but you wait for it to go free. To I play kept telling them, I, hey, hey, next next time it goes on sale, which I never did, or but I, in my head I was like, hey, if it goes free to play, I'll finally buy the game. But now I don't have an excuse. They're they're gonna <laughs> you buy gonna the game when like, it's free. Yeah, buy it for yeah. zero dollars. Well, yeah. Add to my library. But I, I thought for sure once they announced Overwatch 2 was going to be free to play, that Overwatch 1 was going to be free now, right? Nah, you still got to buy it. 20 bucks. Oh, is it only $20 now? Yeah. Yeah. Well, like. To get, like, the just the base stuff, yeah. You you mentioned, like, I want to say this was, like, last year about it needing to be free to play. Yeah. Like, it should have been free to play. It should have been free a long, a long time ago, I thought. Yeah. But they just need to make it. They do they. Well, I don't understand. There were, were different companies. There is, there is a model set out for everybody. To make money. And the model is what Riot built with League of Legends. Just follow that 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 same model and you'll be fine. Yeah, like, I don't even think they understand, like, when Riot first started doing League, like, cosmetics is their, is their bread and butter. Those skins weren't that fanciful. No, originally. a lot of them were just was, palette swaps. They were palette swaps. They're literally the chromas that you can buy today. And it was like, but nobody else had did it. And it was like, so they created the new standard. So then when people would get those chromas or get those those palette swaps, and it had some that had a couple of visual things that changed to it, but nothing yeah. like as elaborate as they have now. Who was the mm-hmm. first legendary? Was it Pulsefire Ezreal? That's Pulsefire Ezreal. Yeah. It's basically Mega Man Ezreal. And how much did they sell it for? Like 20 bucks? It was 20 bucks. Yeah. And it flew like. Just for a skin? Just for a skin. Jesus. But, but it changed it. It changed it from just a palette swap or clothing change to. Where every, yeah, his visuals change, and so you know how League of Legends works, kind of, sorta. So you level up your character as the game progresses, and then you do it again on a new game, and you do you keep doing it again, right? Mm-hmm. But with his skin, once you hit level six and got your ultimate, his skin changed and upgraded. And then when you got to level eleven, when his ultimate upgraded again, his skin changed and upgraded. So it was it was the first of its kind. Yeah, and and now they have skins that are that and elaborate. Everybody had that skin. Yep. Oh yeah, yeah. If you if you went to a match with Ezra, it was post fire baby. Like yeah. you knew you knew every time somebody pick Ezra, it's gonna be post fire, which was cool because like you said, you guys, it was like it's the same character, but you're getting this new visual to it, and so it adds like it adds personality to the game, and that's where when there was the battle to me, the battle of the Mobus. This is where League mm-hmm. really started shining. I do think the DC Mobile was probably a better game than anybody gave it credit for. Oh, I enjoy the I mean, DC a lot of Mobile. Would think that, yeah. yeah, like that game shut down abruptly. <clears throat> like we were we were trying to dig into it, and then it was like, oh no, you can't. Uh, <laughs> also, uh, Marvel Marvel uh, was it Marvel Hero Strikers or was it Marvel Omega something? I played that game for like like four years, and then they shut that down too when the Disney thing happened. Oh. Nobody talks about those casualties. Oh, I didn't Disney. even know. Yeah, yeah that was a game, game me and Jonathan played. That was like Diablo. Oh, okay. And then, like, as soon as Disney acquired them, they was like, 
hey, uh, we didn't make it. Thank you for your time. Yeah. We're done. That's, that, that was me in Clone Wars, the show. Same thing. Oh, Disney, for real? Disney bought it and Clone Wars, oops. And Clone Wars was done. Take out the mic. <laughs> Are you upset? You were that upset about it? I'm pretty Wars? upset about okay. it. Yeah. Oh, I'm <laughs> upset about 1313. Oh, we'll we'll leave that for another another podcast. <laughs> we're gonna literally have an episode about what games are you mad that got canceled. <laughs> <laughs> that could be a whole episode. Oh no, it's gonna be one. We're gonna figure it out. We'll figure when there's a, next time there's a lull and like like things to talk about, mm-hmm. that's gonna be the thing. It's like, hey man, get your list together. Yep. Cancel games. You know, mine's gonna be Street Fighter the movie, uh, the console original game of the port of the arcade game, not the game that we got. That was a mouthful. But the I know that's yeah. The, the actual port of the arcade version, not the actually better home version. No, 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 no. I want the shenanigans of the, of the arcade at home. Which Fightcade, by the way, does have a uh, Street Fighter. Street Fighter the, uh, yeah. Anyways, uh, any games that you're playing this week? I mean, I played. I played. Uh, I finished Wasteland Three again. Um, so I actually probably end up doing an episode about that game because it's exactly what I wanted from a tactical Fallout game, basically. Um, I, I played the spots. You said, yeah, I played that spots game. I played some Gundam Evolution, and I'm kind of like you. I'm kind of just like trying to not dive into anything for real or play something that I kind of missed out on to get ready for something else. Um, but I don't like, I'm really waiting for call of duty. Right. But I I don't want to play Vanguard. Well, shoot. Overwatch two comes out next tomorrow. I might play. Oh, I'm definitely going to give it a shot. If nothing else, I got to give it a shot. Now it's five V five. And then I'll play it and I'll get mad. Just like the last one. People don't do what you want. What they're supposed to do. No, they're just running around trying to get kills. Yeah. Like there's an objective. Same, same issue we had with call of duty. Yep. Nobody like wants to play objectives. Stop queuing up for domination if you just want to <laughs> get kills. Want, yeah. It's okay to go play team deathmatch. You're going to get smoked because everybody else is trying to get kills now, and you can't rely on hovering around C but yeah. not actually taking C. So that's why they uh, it drives me crazy. Yeah. But yeah. All right. Well, I appreciate everybody hanging out with us, and you'll see us next week. Peace. Peace.